Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. What do the Bills have to do to avoid becoming the first team to lose to Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs at home? Also, divisional round underdogs sell us on their team's chances. And what does Jordan Love need to do to beat Brock Purdy? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. A ton of great games this weekend for the divisional round, but the game of the weekend, Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills in Buffalo this time, Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game, which seems impossible considering how many playoff games he's already played in his young career. It's Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes. It is going to be a fun one. Joe Marino from Locked On Bills joins me now. And and Joe, the Bills, home favorites in this one, two and a half points, according to our friends at FanDuel. What is the biggest reason why this game can have a different outcome than the last time we saw these teams in the postseason? Well, the Bills have had a lot of recent success against the Chiefs. It just never comes in the postseason. They beat them the last three seasons in Arrowhead during the regular season. But the last two times they met in the playoffs, the Chiefs were able to get the better of the Buffalo Bills and ended their season. And so throughout those two playoff losses, one being the 2020 AFC Championship game, the other one being 13 seconds. Yeah, You asked yourself both times, how much different does that game look if it's played in Buffalo? Is Kansas City able to pull that off? You can you can hear audibly and that last drive, Patrick Mahomes saying, Kelsey, do it. Kelsey, do it. Maybe that doesn't happen in Buffalo. And so I think the home field advantage for the Bills is significant. The last five matchups between these teams has been in Kansas City, seven of the last eight in Kansas City. The only one that wasn't in Kansas City was the COVID year. So Patrick Mahomes has never played at Highmark Stadium in front of Bills Mafia. That feels like a big deal to me. This is what the Bills have wanted. This has been what they've wanted this moment, bringing Mahomes to their stadium. Are you going to let this opportunity slip through your fingers, or are you going to meet the moment? And finally, not only give Patrick Mahomes a road playoff loss, but keep him out of the AFC Championship game for, I think, the first time in his career. Yeah, sounds like um, it's going to be a really bad day to be a table in Orchard Park over there. Uh, and, and so, Teron Johnson is is a question mark for this game, although on Thursday, spirits were high um, at practice. You said you thought he was the most important player here, especially of, of this injured group. Why? Well, he's an all-pro slot corner. His impact is is significant, both for what he does when he's on the field, but structurally how the Bills play defense. Because of Teron Johnson, they run this nickel 4-2 Defense, they, they're always in it, right? They're always in nickel. And it's because Taron Johnson, and he plays linebacker for the team. He plays man-to-man coverage in the slot. And, of course, you know, is able to do a lot of the key things that the Bills lean into from a disguise elements, what they're able to do with him. They'll put him in the slot, and the next thing you know, he's a cover two, deep half safety, right? He's so important for what they do. And for a, a Bills team that's pretty banged up, particularly at linebacker and cornerback, the most significant one is Taron Johnson. Not only for those reasons, but the drop-off is, is the most significant in terms of where the depth lies. You'd be talking about Cam Lewis uh, stepping in to be that slot corner. And Cam's been a rostered player for a while. He's a gritty dude, but there's a big drop-off there. And so Taron Johnson's the name. There's a lot of names to pay attention to 
injury-wise for the Buffalo Bills, but Taron Johnson's the one they want to get back. He's in he's getting concussion p- protocol, right? It's it's a matter if he clears or not. This is the fifth concussion of his career. Mm-hmm. The previous four, he's able to get out of it within a week. And so will that happen this time? We'll see. And like you mentioned, Thursday at practice, he was running around, looked happy, had the red non-contact jersey, but it certainly kind of gave you the impression that maybe he's realistically going to play on Sunday. Yeah, and, and remember, uh, it, not that long ago, he won the game, sealed the game on yep. an interception against Patrick Mahomes and this Kansas City Chiefs team. We can't get out of here and not talk about the quarterback matchup. Josh Allen, um, it's, I'm sure he has been waiting anxiously to get an opportunity like this to get past that 13-second game. That is a game that can linger on a franchise, not just a player. What does he have to do to come out of this with a win? Josh Allen is... Absolutely critical for the Bills' success, obviously. He's the, the starting quarterback, but you you just wonder a little bit. Is this a moment for Josh Allen where he's willing to do the smart, right things with the football, or is this the moment where, all right, it's Patrick Mahomes, time to slay the dragon. He's at our mm. stadium. You put the cape on, and it gets goofy, right? You just don't know, and, and candidly, you just don't know. And so if Josh Allen can thread the needle between do the smart, right thing with the football and sprinkle in the great stuff that you do, uh, that's that's going to be critical. And I think for as much as this game is going to be about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, both of them know what's up. These are friends. They're big-time competitors. Patrick Mahomes is well aware that he's never had to go on the road and play in the playoffs, and that a lot of people are probably rooting for him to not be successful. Josh Allen knows what's at stake and what, what, he, what means so much for him and his legacy as the Bills' starting quarterback. It's going to be critical, those two quarterbacks, but how about I think the running game is going to be just as important in terms of which team can stay two-dimensional on offense for longer and lean on that in addition to their quarterbacks. Mahomes-Allen, it's important, but don't forget about the James Cook-Isaiah Pacheco matchup, which I think is going to be important as well. And the ground game, both of these quarterbacks, when it gets to January, both of these teams like to use their legs with their quarterbacks, whether it's by scrambled or design run. So another fascinating part of this matchup, Joe. Appreciate it. Stay up to date all year on the Buffalo Bills by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Bills on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the divisional round underdogs sell us on their chances. Before we get to that, Mike McCarthy held a press conference to tell people he wasn't fired and ask Cowboys fans for a favor. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guaranteed, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game time has plenty of last minute tickets to your favorite team. They also make it easy to get in the gate with flash deals and zone deals. Game time make it easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They've got views from all the seats in the venue before you buy. Game time has the lowest price guaranteed. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. And redeem code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today, here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Mike McCarthy wants Cowboys fans to buy in. 
an unbelievable fan base, uh, and they have, and they should be frustrated. Um, uh, we're extremely disappointed, uh, disappointed for them, uh, disappointed in our performance. Um, but my, my message would be this: uh, we, we we have established a, a you know a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we know how to win. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the we have the right people, um, but we have not crossed the threshold winning playoff games. And um, and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. Um, but you know, I, I know how to win, and and uh, we will get over that threshold. You know, I have total confidence in it, and, and that's why I'm standing here today. Baltimore Ravens coach John Harbaugh said it's undecided whether tight end Mark Andrews will play in Saturday's divisional round playoff game against the Houston Texans. Andrews is officially listed as questionable. He practiced all week for the first time since injuring his ankle November 16th. He made a leaping grab in Tuesday's practice and was a full participant on Wednesday. He was feared to have suffered a season-ending injury against the Bengals two months ago, but was given an outside chance at making it back during the playoffs. Lamar Jackson will certainly be happy to have his favorite target back. The Arizona Cardinals are laying off three high-ranking executives. Chief Financial Officer Greg Lee was the highest-ranking executive to be let go, according to the report by ESPN. Lee has been in that position for almost 15 of his nearly 18 years with the team, two other vice president-level people, and two members of the social media team also being let go. Presumably, they were not being paid like vice presidents. And on the hardwood, the Jazz hosted the Thunder. The Utah Jazz fall to the Oklahoma City Thunder final score, 134. 129, Jazz were down by as many as 19 early. Worked their way back after trailing by 12 at the end of one. They trailed by nine at the half, scoring 42nd quarter points. They got within three at the end of three, but there were four times in the third quarter the Jazz had a chance to tie or take the lead in the ball game. They four times they could take, they didn't convert on any of the four. You do kind of wonder what would have happened. Had they ever seen the other side of the mountain there for a second? Then the Thunder stretched it back out to eight or nine for most of the quarter. The Jazz rallied back some big plays late and were unable uh, to shut off the Thunder, who really just had a bunch of guys that made a bunch of huge plays late. Casey Wallace, uh, Shea Gilgis, Alexander. Thunder moved to 25-1 and one when they lead going into the fourth quarter. So that tells you an awful lot about them. Here is another story you need to know. Patrick Mahomes is an underdog? Patrick Mahomes is playing a road playoff game? Someone has to explain why Patrick Mahomes is going to win a playoff game he's not supposed to. Well, at the risk of sounding like Chris Collinsworth, I will mention Patrick Mahomes' name one more time before our Locked On Chiefs hosts say it. There are two things that really stick out to me when you start looking at this game against the Buffalo Bills and why I think the Chiefs are going to cover this weekend. Simply put... Patrick Mahomes, and I know we've said it time and time again, uh, he is the best quarterback in the NFL. He doesn't have the weapons that he's had in years past, but he is finding ways to get it done. Rasheed Rice has come about. Travis Kelsey had a rough week last week. I think he rebounds this week. Uh, and, you know, I think there's there's going to have to be somebody else that steps up on the offense. But you also have Pacheco in the backfield that's going to help. But the other reason and in, in something that's probably even bigger is the defense. Chris Jones, Charles Aminihu, George Karloftis, Nick Bolton, Drew Tranquil, all of those guys, not to mention LeJarrius Sneed and McDuffie. I think that this team is going to give the Bills all that they can handle and, and maybe even more. I fully expect that the Chiefs are going to cover this week, and I do think that the Chiefs are going to have a very good turnout on Sunday against the, the Bills. 
The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are almost a touchdown underdog to the Detroit Lions. Can Baker Mayfield and company overcome the mystique of Dan Campbell's team, who seems like a team of destiny, and at least cover the spread? Our Locked on Bucks host has some ideas. While the Tampa Bay Buccaneers come in as six and a half point underdogs on the road in the divisional round against the Detroit Lions, there are plenty of reasons to believe that they can cover that spread. First and foremost, this is a team that has won six of their last seven games and are coming off of a massive blowout of the Philadelphia Eagles. This is also a team that has been better on the road this season than they've been at home. And you take a look at the Detroit Lions over the last month going up against opposing team's number one receivers, Justin Jefferson, 141 yards and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb, 227 yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, again, 192 yards and a touchdown. Puka Nakua last week in the wildcard round, 181 yards and a touchdown. Mike Evans is long overdue for a big game, and this is the exact matchup that he needs to have that. Not only that, the Buccaneers have covered in eight of their last nine road games, and they've won four straight games as underdogs. Six and a half points is quite a lot for a divisional round matchup, and that's why the smart money is on the Buccaneers. CJ Stroud has taken the NFL by storm this season as a rookie. Now the storm faces the buzzsaw known as Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Ever heard of them? Our Locked On Texans host has a few reasons why he believes Houston can make it a game. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Cody M. Davis, one half of Locked On Texans, and the Houston Texans will continue their impressive 2023 postseason run Saturday when they take on the Baltimore Ravens. Now, they will enter Baltimore as a heavy underdog, nine and a half point favorite. However, in order for the Houston Texans to complete one of the biggest postseason upsets in franchise history, they must find a way to contain Lamar Jackson. I get it. Lamar Jackson is one of, if not the best quarterback in the game today. He could beat you with his arm beat you with his athleticism. And it's part of the reason why he will walk away with his second league MVP honor before he even reached the age of 30. He's only 27 years old. However, under head coach D'Amico Ryans, the Houston Texans defense have proven to be a force to be reckoned Coming up, what can Jordan Love do to beat Brock Purdy? The NFL playoffs rage on, and now's the perfect time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also a lot of weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. There's an interesting bet on FanDuel right now for Baltimore Ravens receiver Zay Flowers to score two or more touchdowns during the entirety of the Ravens playoff run. Lamar Jackson has built up a good rapport with the rookie wideout, and FanDuel has the odds on Flowers scoring at least twice plus 250. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlay is a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. The Green Bay Packers shocked the football world by demolishing the Dallas Cowboys last week. For their efforts, they are rewarded with a trip to face the San Francisco 49ers. Can Jordan Love overcome Brock Purdy? I got together with Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker to break down the matchup. 
The reason I am not worried at all about Brock Purdy playing good, playing bad, throwing interceptions is because I don't think this game's going to come down to Brock Purdy because I don't think the Packers can stop the 49ers run game. Mm. And he might throw six passes in this game, and it's not going to be because Kyle Shanahan's trying to avoid letting his quarterback throw. It's going to be because Kyle Shanahan wants to run the ball, and if the Packers can't stop it, and if they if the if the Packers can't stop run left behind number 71 that you mentioned earlier, Peter, it's going to be a long day for those Green Bay Packers. No, come on. It's never in a playoff game. You can't just run the ball the whole time and throw six passes. It's never happened. That would never happen. I can't imagine. Possibly. Why, why would you think that that could be a thing? Well, because oh, it, no. it didn't happen. He actually threw eight passes. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, my, my thing is, what he if you have he to... He only needed to throw, like, one, and it would right. have been time. Yeah. Yes. What if you you have to throw more, right? And and where I'm going with this is, you know, I, I watched a lot of the Dallas Cowboy-Green Bay game, and it it got away from the Cowboys in a very interesting way. Green Bay goes down, they march down, they score a touchdown. Boom, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that sometimes happens. But then that interception that Dak threw on, like, that next drive, it wasn't like it was just this terrible decision or just bad terrible pass right like it was a receiver that got punked by for the spot by a terrific cornerback in Jair Alexander the yeah. next thing you know they're going in for another touchdown because they're set up in the short field so right. for for me with the 49ers you know I don't foresee a situation where you just turn the ball over a ton and you're giving up all these crazy points but the way that it happened to the Cowboys is something that I feel like is something that could potentially happen where you don't foresee that happening. Like, oh man, they drive down and score a touchdown. Like, okay, we're gonna do our thing. We're gonna we're gonna be that offense, that efficient. Oh man, uh, Brandon Knight just got punked for the spot by a great cornerback, and now they said, oh, they score again, and that's where the trouble happens. So I do hope the 49ers don't get in that situation, and most teams don't want to be in that. But for whatever reason, with the 49ers this year, when they have turned the ball over like that, like they just lose. But when they don't turn the ball over, unlike a lot of other teams, right? There are teams where they don't turn the ball over and they can still lose the game. Like the 49ers will not lose if they don't turn the ball over. They, I, I believe that the stat is they're 8-0 this year when they don't turn the ball over. And so yeah. um, that that is one. Yeah, they're 8-0 when they don't turn it over. They're 4-5 and five when they do. And they're 9-1 and one when they get two plus takeaways, three and five when they don't get two or more takeaways. Like that's kind of wild. That's from Zach Cruz over at Packers Wire that that's the part to me where I think I, I think you're both right. Like if the Packers can't stop Christian McCaffrey, it's going to be really tough. I think that this Packers offense though, and to my point earlier about this, this 49ers defense, when Richard Sherman was there in 2019 and the 49ers punked the Packers twice. And we won't talk about what I predicted in either one of those games with Brian. Um, and, uh, but Richard Sherman said, we knew if we took away the run game, they couldn't beat us. Like they were like, we didn't fear Aaron Rodgers in 2019. And that, I think this game, this 49ers run defense has just not been the same this year. They're 15th by DVOA. And if you look at the EPA per play numbers, the Packers who have a bad run defense actually have a slightly better run defense than the 49ers. The 49ers are 26th in EPA per play. Now, part of that is they have to, teams have to pass a lot in the second half against them. So it's a lot of like positive game scripts where it's like, Teams are down 20 and they're running the ball against like Oren Burks playing linebacker for the 49ers. No shade at former Packer Oren Burks, but I'm just like, he was the first backup I could think of. Um, and so like, I think it's a little off kilter there, but that's where DVOA comes in and adjusts for some of those um, meaningful reps things. Like it is an okay run defense, whereas the passing defense is really good. Aaron Jones, this offense has been running well. And when I went back and watched some of the games, the, the Bengals game in particular, 
Um, Joe Mixon ran the ball effectively in that game. Jerome Ford averaged five yards a carry uh, in, in that game. I understand injuries were a part of those losses, but that's to me is if the Packers, I've always said that the, the Packers' best run defense is their offense. That was true with Aaron Rodgers, and they couldn't score in that 2019 game. And they couldn't score in the 2021 game. The reason that the Chiefs won is because they kept scoring and they kept the pressure on Kyle Shanahan to keep having to call passes. He he forced Jimmy G at some point to have to make some third and eight throws. And they couldn't stop the running either. So I think if the Packers offense control the clock, it's a lot it's going to be a similar script to last week where it's like run the ball with Aaron Jones, control the clock, make a couple plays on third down, score early, and keep the 49ers in a, a little bit more pass-heavy script because more bad things can happen when they do that. Stay up to date all year on the Green Bay Packers and San Francisco 49ers by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today, Locked On Packers, and Locked On Niners on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube, but, you know, mostly Locked On Packers. And finally, the list of college athletes with crazy long eligibility is growing. The latest player from Miami, Hurricanes tight end Cam McCormick was granted eligibility for his, get this, ninth season. McCormick missed significant parts of four different seasons due to injury. That, along with his redshirt year and the COVID year of 2020, allowed him to petition the NCAA for an unprecedented ninth season of eligibility. He began his collegiate career at Oregon in 2016. Nick Saban was still coaching at Alabama then. Yeah, okay, that wasn't that long ago. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today, here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, which four teams will remain in the Super Bowl hunt? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today.